testes, testes, one, two, three, testes. But I still have fun when I'm by myself. <laughs> That's just great. Uh, the Kiss Principle. I am Carl. I'm a addict, alcoholic, slash whatever else you want to add to that. Uh, my sobriety day is August 22nd, 2014. And I'm going solo, so there's no Chelsea. So here you go. Silver Pod is a podcast. Oh, wait, sorry. This is Silver Pod. Silverpod.com. 366 fucking days sober. Yeah. Sober Pod, keep it authentic, no facades. If it's real, then you know it's ours. Welcome. Sober Pod is a podcast dedicated to the idea that one addict or alcoholic helping another is crucial to building a life in recovery. Join us this season as we read from our book, 366 Fucking Days Sober. Uh, and as always, stay active, stay sober. That's it. That's it. That's the end of the show. Okay, I'm going solo. Sorry again, I have to go solo. Chelsea is... Um, She's MIA. Actually, she's probably working about just as hard as I am lately. It has been it has been a really long couple weeks, and uh, and I think you know I'm nearing some end of that stuff. But uh, but yeah, I think Chelsea's probably going through the same things. So um, so I'm just decided to hop on and go solo because that's what we do. Because we just you know the show must go on, kind of a thing. Um, so my my dear friends, my dear people, I just want to do first of all, I want to say. Uh, a big thank you to everybody who has purchased the book, uh, 366 Effing Days Sober. You can uh, purchase it uh, also by going to soberpod.com and then looking for the buy the book link. Uh, if you're in another country, you know, I don't know what to tell you other than it. you just got to like maybe search Google first or something like that because it's a special link for all those people in different countries. But it's available on Kindle as well. Uh, so Kindle is five dollars in uh, sixty nine cents, and for the Kindle version, and for the print version, it's still twelve dollars and twenty two cents. So we we are only getting a dollar and eighty per purchase. So um, which is cool by me because you know I'm I'm just glad that people are actually buying it and that people are enjoying it. So it goes to the uh, the other thank you, which is uh, uh, friends in recovery. They have like really been um, you know they all bought the book and they've been. Uh, using it for their meetings, and you know, I just went on a meeting like last night, uh, you know, and uh, and I read you know a part of the book too, and I mean, it was just super cool to have it, to get the feedback that like people are actually using it, uh, you know, for its intended purpose, and um, and just you know having fun with it. I think that that's kind of cool to see people, um, you know, uh, have an experience with it, and also that it that people are relating to it too. I think that there's that. So. Um, and and thank you to uh, the people who have continued to like uh, be on the uh, the membership page and continue to pay your you know your your two dollars or your five dollars or whatever it is that you're contributing. Um, all that money is used to um, you know continue doing what we do on this podcast, which is you know we want to give you this you know once a week free content. We also want to uh, do more, right? We also you know again writing the book it's like all these other types of things it's like you know sometimes it takes a, a little money to actually put that stuff out there you know whether it be you know uh, subscribing to you know whatever service to in order to make that happen um okay so um so with that said with that all done uh 
I do want to say, if you are new to this podcast, uh, go back and start listening to, uh, I want to say March 21st, the title of the episode is New Beginnings, where we uh, read the book Living Sober, and it's from uh, AA World Services. We read, uh, well, we listen to uh, a chapter, and then we discuss that chapter. Um, and so we went through the whole book of Living Sober. Uh, so there's a lot of good stuff in there. There's a lot of good nuggets. There's a lot of good ways in order to like get the, a handle on early sobriety. Uh, so if you are new to this game, if you are new to this process uh, and new to recovery in general, by all means, go back and listen to that stuff. I think it'll be a really not only a good introduction to recovery, but a good introduction to, uh, you know, Carl, uh, myself and then Chelsea, who is who's my co-host on this podcast. Um, and then, so what we did is when we wrote our book, we, I, I got to turn it in my pocket. Uh, when I wrote the book, um, you know, uh, we decided that we were going to do the same thing with this book as well. So we're really using this book as our kind of our guidepost to continue the podcast. So if you have the book and you'd like to play along, I think open up to page, uh, this is today is June 25th that we are reading from and i'll probably read two today just because you know because that's the way it goes because some of you will um will get this today and some of you will get this tomorrow so maybe you can have a a reading from tomorrow as well um so if you are if you have the book and you want to read along it's page 177 and 178 or you know june 25th and june 26th um all right here i'm just going to read and then i'll i'll talk for a little bit and then i'll read and then talk for a little bit how's that go all right uh, keep it simple, stupid, uh, quotation marks there. When I was 15 and sat in the rooms of AA, I heard people say a lot of shit. One of the sayings was keep it simple, stupid. I liked it. It said everything I needed to know about how I always approach things. If something was simple, I looked for a way to complicate it because nothing really works. <laughs> nothing really works. Nothing that really works could be simple, Right. Uh, as far as I can, as far as I was concerned, everything could be overcome with knowledge and elbow grease. For whatever reason, I had always made things much harder than they needed to be, no matter what it was. When I returned to the rooms, someone, uh, sorry, when I returned to the rooms, someone softened the language to keep it simple, silly. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it seems that we alcoholics and ags could not stand being called stupid, and someone got offended over the last thirty years. Do me a favor and bring back the word stupid in the KISS acronym in recovery. Don't get too fucking woke. Uh, reflections. Uh, do you complicate things? Why do you think you do that? Daily challenge. Uh, look up AA sayings on Google. You know, one of the things I did um, is I was looking up, uh, the, you know, keep it simple, you know, stupid um, and uh, on Wikipedia, actually, and it come, come to find out that uh, the, the KISS or the acronym for KISS really didn't come in recovery at all back when I was, you know, 15. But uh, but uh, Keep It Simple Stupid actually rose to more popular use, uh, use in 1970. But where it started was is it was a design principle. And it was noted by the U.S. Navy in 1960, but probably earlier, like in 1938 is when it was actually uh, said, but the the KISS principle states that most systems work best if they are kept simple rather than made complicated. Therefore, simplicity should be a key goal in design and unnecessary complexity should be avoided. 
Um, you know, and they had other like, you know, the, the kiss thing has gone through other things too. It's like, uh, you know, keep it super simple, uh, keep it simple, silly, uh, keep it short and simple, keep it short and sweet, keep it simple and straightforward, keep it small and simple, keep it simple, soldier, goes back to the war, uh, keep it simple, keep it simple, sailor, uh, <laughs> keep it simple, sweetie, uh, keep it, keep it stupidly simple. Uh, keep it sweet and simple. I mean, these are a lot of a lot of acronyms. So I don't know. You know, maybe you're part of the country. Maybe they don't say stupid, but uh, but I know that um, you know when I uh, when I was in my uh, my early days of of recovery, uh, when I was going into the rooms, they said keep it simple, stupid, and it was on all those good good bumper stickers that they love to sell for a dollar. Um, you know, I uh, uh, I'd just like to answer the the reflection question, which is, do you complicate things? Why do you think you do that? Um, and so I, this goes. Uh, I love to um, keep things complicated more than likely because um, it helps me to avoid doing the thing that I should probably be doing. It's probably super simple anyway, but because I make it complicated, it means that I really just don't have to get to it because you know it's got to be more complicated right uh so i think it's a i think it's a a master level of procrastination for me so um and not only that it's like i think you know things can't be that simple i don't know why it is but i think you know the um but you know they talk about it in the big book too they say um you know most good ideas are simple um and that and that is that is true right so um so there is like a lot of simplicity to it that i think that you know we should take away from you know keep it simple stupid um, you know, cause the fact is, is like a lot of the ideas that, you know, that I have are, are over complicated for no reason whatsoever. Uh, in most cases, in most everything that I do, really, I think the simple answer and the simple execution is probably the best. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know why I still love to complicate it other than it helps me to avoid doing what I need to do. Look at that. Avoidant behavior. Hmm. Go figure. So, um, so yeah, so, so there you go. I also looked up, uh, the AA sayings as part of the challenge, which is like, keep it simple, stupid, keep it simple, silly, et cetera. Not necessarily from AA now, is it? All right. Um, I'm just going to go on and read June 26th. Cause this one's probably a little bit more touching and a little bit more, um, I guess, you know, part of the reason why I wrote the book in the first place, uh, um, you know, it starts off is for June 26th. So that would be, uh, Monday for the for the most of you people listening. I uh, says uh, had a good friend die, and at the same time I lost my job. Then a month later I got a job offer, and things were looking up. Uh, and 15 minutes later, before I could tell anyone the good news, my dog was hit by a car. Sounds like a bad country song, I know. One day things are dark and gloomy, and the next hopeful and inspiriting. It's enough to drive anyone crazy. How are you supposed to go from feeling like absolute shit to absolute delight and not have it short circuit your emotional register? Uh, there is one saying that reminds me of how to deal with it, and it's this too shall pass. All things, good or bad, will pass. It doesn't matter what you care about or what you put emphasis on. Life will continue to move on with or without you. It too shall pass. Reflections. Uh, where, What? you are going through good or bad will pass i guess i'm just saying think about that uh daily challenge take a walk sit on a bench for an hour watch it all pass when's the last time you actually like sat down and just like ha with the intention 
to just sit and just watch the world go by. Like, um, that would be, like, I haven't done that, uh, I don't think ever. Like, you know, I, it's part of my challenge. Maybe I should do that tomorrow. But I, uh, I, I have not, I've not sat down and just watched the world pass. I remember when I was, um, when I was uh, younger in my uh, early 20s when I was sober, I used to sit at a coffee shop corner a lot and, uh, um, and I used to just watch the world pass and, uh, you know, and I just, I got a lot of delight in that. I got a lot of delight in actually just watching people come and go. I just thought that that was just so unique. You know, I just thought that like if I sat there long enough that the world would, would find its way to, to that corner, you know? Um, so let me go back to the reading. Um, had a good friend die. My sponsor, he's the reason why I wrote the book. Um, uh, my friend, John, uh, he, uh, um, you know, he died and that was, uh, December 22nd and and I had lost my job like a a week before that and uh and then I got a job later and and I did I had a my I had a um I had a dog uh get hit by a car and uh and I had to take her to the um to the vet and it, it all happened in like the the span of like 3 weeks basically and uh um and I tell you, like, one of the things that really got to me more than anything is because I was so uh, much in a relationship with my sponsor and that, you know, we were, I was living my life with the man, you know, I was, I was reporting in all the time about um, what I was doing and, 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 um, and he was so proud of me, you know, um, and he, uh, yeah, he said it all the time, you know, he just, and it was just so damn good to hear. And, um, you know, I, uh, um, I had a hard time. I really did. I had a hard time. I mean, that's probably the reason why, why I started writing the book. Cause I just didn't know how to resolve the feelings that were going on with me. It's probably the first man I've ever loved. Uh, first man I've ever told, I love you and meant it. Um, and, uh, and when he died, you know, I, when these things that were happening after that to me and I had, I felt like I had nobody to tell. I had nobody to, to, um, you know, to share it with, you know, no friend anymore to really, you know, um, to, you know, you know, to help encourage or discourage, you know, just in terms of life in general. And, and that's the thing about recovery. It's like, you know, you, um, you know, we have all these other people that we're supposed to be, um, you know, talking to and, and hooking up with. And, and I, I did that, you know, after, uh, he, he died and, uh, so I got to share with people I did, but it just, it definitely was not the same, but, but it definitely helped, right. To be able to call, uh, you know, co-sponsors, uh, uh, or my, um, what do they call me? Sponsor brothers kind of a thing. Um, you know, and just be able to share, you know, what was going on. And, uh, you know, I did get a new sponsor and, and I, I did all that stuff. But again, as we all know, you know, it's a, just like, uh, you know, your first love, you know, it's, it's, it's never the same. <laughs> so, um, so that's kind of it. Like I just had a really special relationship with, with my sponsor and, and I, and I felt almost cheated, you know, and I felt like, how is somebody supposed to go on and still enjoy things and, uh, and not be able to share them with somebody that was, that was also really enjoying the, the things, you know? And, um, it was difficult to be honest. It was, but then, you know, I also got to see, you know, let me just say the positive side of that, which is, um, you know, he's supposed to pass. That's the deal, right? Like that's how it works. This is, I mean, we all, you know, all, this too shall pass, right? 
Uh, so I, I just had to see it that way, and I had to go, oh, you know what? So it's my job to actually be the other side of that coin now, right? So I'm supposed to be the one that encourages others, that, that does those things, and that extends himself. I'm supposed to learn from him and then pass that on to others, you know? Um, and, I, you know, when, when I saw all that stuff and I saw kind of like, you know, uh, it's kind of like a you know a Lion King moment. It's kind of like the circle of life kind of a thing. Boy, I gotta start playing that song in the background. But uh, but it's kind of like that. So um, so I don't know. So so this too shall pass, good and bad. It does pass. You know, I, you know, I got the job, or whether the dog gets hit by a car, or whether my sponsor dies. You know, it it all it all will pass. That's how it works. This is this is the game of life that we play. So my friends. Um, I'm really sad that I had to do this one solo. Chelsea, I really missed you because we all know that these aren't the best podcasts when it's just one of us doing these things. So, um, so Chelsea, come back. Uh, so I don't know. Chelsea, I wish you were here so you could say deuces and, um, and give that, that wonderful giggle that you give. But I know you're, you're working hard and, and doing the night shifts and all that good stuff. So, um, so I hope you're doing well. And then also, um, from me to you, um, stay active, stay sober. See ya, motherfuckers. <laughs> Soberpod.com. 366 fucking days sober. Yeah. It was a sight to see them. Yeah. Breakfast was Sprite and Seagrams. Oh. Wrestling with my vices. Exercising my demons. Uh. My blessings were blocked so I never got the message. I'm stressing. I'm only 12 steps from an exit. Damn. Regret it. Because my imperfections were perfected. I ain't run from it. I accept it and rep it. It's a badge to me. Good stories come from a tragedy. And when you survive, the glory will come in Act 3. Three. The wait's over. 366 fucking days sober. Morning affirmations that can start the day for you. Use my favorite book, for a placeholder, finish when the day's over, okay? Okay? Yeah, sober pod, keep it authentic, no facades. If it's real, then you know it's ours. Welcome.